I went through a, I went through a depression. I was close to suicide. Mm -hmm. And most people, when they hear that, they go like, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you saying? This was amazing. I'm so happy that it happened. I would have never be, be, be become the man that I am today. And I love the man that I am today. So thank you, God, for making this happen. I really appreciate it. You know, was it comfortable? Hell no. Did I enjoy it at the time? Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. Did I wish for it to be different at the time? Yes, yes, yes. But now I know different. Now I look at it different way. So essentially what it all comes down to is you can only have freedom when you accept reality as it is. Welcome back to another week of Talking With Experts podcast. I am your host, Chris Cowden, and this week I've invited Mario Lanzarotti all the way from Cape Town in South Africa to share how he helps women free themselves from self-doubt so they can confidently reach the next level in their business. We talk about how to make smarter decisions, get your power back, succeed without hustling, and so much more. So thank you so much for jumping on today, Mario. Uh, welcome to Talking With Experts podcast. I know you help uh, guide women to free themselves from self-doubt and to, to feel more confident about themselves, but I'd love to know how the Freedom Architect started and maybe just tell me about you. Yes, Chris, thank you so much, uh, first of all, for having me on the show. I'm super excited about this conversation. And I know that your listeners are going to be able to take away a lot of practical action steps that really help them move forward in their business. Um, so how did the Freedom Architect came to, uh, come together? Um, I mean, I have been on this self-exploration, self-development, healing journey for the past uh, 12 years. And it all started when I went through the, the typical you know, educational mm -hmm. system in, in Germany, I was done with high school, then I didn't really know what to do. Um, so my definition of success was the thing that was guiding me. And at the time, it was get a great job that pays you very well that other people uh, look at and say, wow, that's great that you're doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was pretty much it. Uh, so I then because I've always been the kind of person that uh, identified with you got to go for the most difficult thing uh, because that allows you to, you know, to position yourself as the person who did the most difficult thing. And, you know, that says a lot about you. Um, that used to be my way of approaching life. And it led me to uh, deciding to become a pilot in Germany for Lufthansa. And um, wow. just be, being admitted to that pilot training school is extremely difficult. So, 93% of the people that apply fail. And if you fail at any stage of the test, you can never reapply again for life. Wow. And um, so it was a very high risk endeavor. And I, it took me one and a half years just to go through all the tests and the preparations for them to say, yep, you, you made it, you're admitted to the school. And I did it. And then the first day I remember I joined the school, I had this intense feeling in my stomach that said, run just turn around and run this is not what you want this is not you but my ego was a lot bigger at the time than uh my what i call my intuition mm -hmm. and uh i didn't run i threw myself into it uh with this do or die mentality thinking that if i quit now i'm a i'm an extreme i'm an extremely extreme failure and people will be disappointed mm. and you know i can't do that and so I worked myself into a depression. I suffered from chronic back pain. 
that didn't allow me to sit, stand, walk, or sleep without pain. Um, I became so depressed that I moved close to suicide, and mm -hmm. my life was just spiraling down this 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 uh, this whirlwind of of negativity and darkness. And on top of that, I had this firm belief that you, as a man, as a, as a as a strong man, you do not ask for help. Mm. You figure it out yourself. Don't be a sissy. And uh, that led me to not sharing with anyone what was going on. You know, I told everyone, yeah, my back is just hurting so badly, you know, uh, but that was just a symptom of the actual, um, actual cause. And so I, you know, came across Tony Robbins and Les Brown. And I had never, ever heard anyone in my life, especially not in Germany, because these things in Germany still today are rather let's call them exotic, you know, okay. people are like, okay, what is this stuff? You know, person, the self-help kind of thing. Okay. That's weird. Uh, get a therapist, get, go to a psychologist, <laughs> but you know, coaching, what the hell is this? So I started listening to Tony Robbins and Les Brown on YouTube videos day in, day out. And I started feeling better. I started feeling differently and I started having different thoughts. And I was like, okay, well maybe there is another way. Maybe I don't have to do this for the rest of my life. Maybe I don't have to be miserable. Maybe I can go after something that I really enjoy doing. And that started changing the conversation that I was having with myself. And based on that conversation, I started seeing different possibilities. And that was the, the, the beginning of what I'm of the long-term vision that I'm living today. Because back then, uh, after I decided to quit, finally, I said, I'm going to be a, a speaker and a coach. I'm going to be a speaker and a coach. And it took me like, I think 10 years to finally actually make it happen because, you know, then the, the typical self-doubt came in. It's like, yes. oh, but who am I to say this? I don't have the education. I don't have the experience. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm way too young. So kept telling myself all of the reasons as to why I couldn't go, go after it. And then I, you know, went to study on business in Berlin, then uh, moved to New York, uh, became a business partner at a, at a startup uh, we sold the startup and you know i was always doing this this coaching and speaking thing not in a professional way but more like a let me share it with the world way and with mm -hmm. students uh, on an ongoing basis it was like so that people knew me for that and then my friend asked me so mario when are you going to stop talking about this when are you going to actually start making some serious moves and, and you know start charging people and and actually call it a business and i'm like oh god oh wow that's very scary so you know that was the beginning of how it all started so so, so before i go deeper in i want to see if you have any questions so um that sounds like a, a really uh turbulent ride <laughs> talking about flying uh, lots of ups <laughs> and downs and lots of self-doubt did it all change for you when you when you thought about it not what i can't do but what i can do Yes, that's the first time ever, because so far to this point in my life, I had never questioned my own beliefs. I thought that's the way it is. You know, you go to school, you get a degree, you get a good job, you get married, you know, you have a decent life. You go on a holiday a couple of times a year and this is what you eat. And, you know, this is just that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt inside of me that there was always this conflict. You know, I never liked school, Chris. Yes. I was in school. I was I was I was fairly good i was as one i was among i would say the top third of the in the school mm -hmm. uh, when it came to sports i was usually always uh, one of the best but i never really enjoyed being there never uh, yeah, I, I, I was always the, 
I don't think yeah, anybody but, did. Yeah, but you know, like friends of mine, they were like, oh, you know, you know, school is coming to an end. You know, we're graduating. I'm like, oh, finally, yes. <laughs> and they're like, what are you saying? You know, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to get out of this place because it's not real. All this stuff that we're learning here has no application in real life. What the hell is this? So I always had this inner discourse of like, I don't feel like I belong here. And that led me down to this path to eventually start questioning my own narratives. You know, what I believe to be the way and what uh, between right and wrong and good and bad and successful and being a failure. And that was the beginning when I started, you know, it was like, it was like coming up uh, 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 to have a breath of fresh air. You know, once you're underwater and you come up and you go, <gasps> mm. <sighs> it was like the first time in my life I was able to breathe and yeah. see for a moment of clarity. And like two seconds later, I was back in my self-doubt, but at least I had a little bit of window there. Yeah, I think I think uh, I can hear that you like, you felt controlled or trapped in, in your own self because yes. people were making decisions for you, the school were making decisions for you. And the freedom architect, I guess, is you doing what you want, when you want, how you want, and teaching others the same. Pretty much, pretty much, you know? And, and uh, I say to people, success is not an accident. It happens by design. And that's mm -hmm. where the whole architecture comes in, you know? When you look at the human mind, the mind is the blueprint for the reality that you are experiencing. And things for me started changing when I really got, and I really got that, and it really sank with me that you are only ever as free as your current reality allows you to be. Mm. Think about that for a moment. What is your, you know, most people don't even understand that everyone has a subjective reality. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we look at life and we say, that's the way it is. You know, men are this way, women are this way. Okay, cool. But is it really that that's the way it is? Or is it that's the way we have been conditioned to to accept it because you know let me ask you this chris chris when you when you were when, when you were born and you were you know you went through your education system and in your family you know did anyone ever sat you down and say okay so chris so tell me what does success mean to you what would you like it to mean have you ever had that conversation never you, you have to work it out on your own <laughs> right but how are you supposed to do that if, if you don't even learn that there's such a thing as a definition of what things mean? Because we're not taught how to think. We're taught what to think, you know, yes. uh, geometry, language, biology, this cool. I, I get it. You know, there's some great stuff there. But most of it, I would say, is is not practical mm -hmm. and it's not customized to each individual's unique gift and ability to to bring something of value into the world and so when i understood that i have something called a subjective reality which is my own unique way of looking at the world plus and looking at my myself then i got that hmm wait so if, if this is not fixed if this is completely moldable right then who creates it and i said okay well then me right i have to yeah. be the one creating it so, but how, now here's the cracker and here's also for everyone listening right now. How do you create your reality? What would you say, Chris? Uh, 
make make better choices or have more clarity on where I'm going, and then make decisions based right on, based on that. But but what what are your what are your your decisions based on? Right, you look at a situation. Say you want to start a business. What are your choices based on? Uh, your feelings. Yes, we're getting closer. And what are your, your feelings thoughts. based on? Yes, exactly. Your thoughts, right? Now, here's another thing. It's not just a thought. It's the, it's the language. Because yes. a thought is just a word. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a narrative that's playing in our mind. So if you say, and here's what a lot of entrepreneurs do when they first get started and why they have such a difficult time to building, getting to a stage that's profitable. Usually, they run out of steam. Mm -hmm. They run out of energy. They're burning out. They're spreading themselves too thin. And I see this a lot with, with, uh, with women um, because they are adhering to so many social norms. Oh, I should be this way, but I shouldn't be that way. Oh, I, I, I can do this, but I can't do that. I can say this, but I certainly can't say that. Yeah. And what that does, it creates internal conflict. So to give you an example, people say, I have to work really hard to be successful. Have you ever caught yourself saying that? Yep. <laughs> right. And and you if you do, if you don't if you don't bring conscious awareness to it, you wouldn't really question. Say, yeah, well, duh. Of course, you know that's the way it is. You know, you got to work hard, play hard, work hard. But here's the thing. I'm not saying that you don't need to put in consistent, dedicated, and focused hour, uh, long hours. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. However, when you say I have to work hard, it's not coming from a genuine choice. There's, a, there's another, it's like there's another version of you in the, sitting in the back that says you have to do this. If you don't do this, you're going to be a failure. So with that, you create the sense of heaviness inside of you, you know, and it's just one yeah. word, but you, you say it again and again and again and again and again and again, and then you create this idea of hustle. Yeah. You know, why do we choose the word hustle? It's like, why? It's like, you know, you're going to run a marathon, but just because you feel like it, you're going to put on an extra uh, 20 pounds of weight or 100 mm -hmm. pounds of weight, however much you choose to carry in emotionally on the inside. So your reality is now, if I want to be successful, I have to work hard. That's your reality. So yeah. you now look at the reality and say, well, okay, I know it's going, to be, it's going to be really hard. So yeah, I better prepare for that. So now you are already creating a future scenario that doesn't exist with the way that you're speaking into your reality right now in this moment. Is this making sense so far? Yeah, this is making sense. Uh, I, I think the hustle the hustle um, philosophy is getting a little bit outdated now. I think people have yes, thank worked God. out that it's not about working hard. It's about working smarter, but yeah, like you said, it's about consistent effort because I know you said about, I have to work hard mm -hmm. and that, and that's a lot of pressure on that person. Exactly. And that leads, that would lead to a lot of self doubt and uh, lack of confidence in, pursuing their goals how would you help somebody overcome that or take that pressure off great question so so in order to take the pressure off now first is to really understand that 
what you are seeing and what you decide as this is the way that life is, is not the truth. It's your own way of approaching that. And so if you want to have more options or another way of saying that, if you want to live in a space of more possibility rather than uh, limitation, it, it already starts by changing a few words. Instead of saying, I have to work hard, I would start with, I get to work hard. If you, and and I, would, I wouldn't even use the word hard, to be honest. But if you're attached to the word hard, I know some people are, then at least I would say, I get to. Because mm -hmm. the moment you say you get to do something, you are, now say, you are now also saying that life is a gift. Yes. It's optional. I came here because I have the privilege to have this option. Wow. I actually, I am allowed to work. I get to have this. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, wow. And immediately the pressure is, is lifted and you have a very different approach to doing, to doing the work that you're doing. Yeah, it's and a lot. So, oh, sorry. You're going, gone. No, it's a lot less pressure if you say, and I've heard that before. I get, I get to go out and exercise. I get to, it puts you in a grateful state. It does. It does. And, and, and that creates a new reality because now the reality is about, is about being grateful and, and being able to work. So what happens, you know, and some people might say, oh yeah, it's just a few words, you know, what happens is you are literally inventing a new reality. You're inventing a new world. It's like, it's like you're, what, what we call life is really just, um, is really just a manifestation of the brain. You know, it's the brain is, is, is transforming um, uh, electrical signals into pictures. Yeah. But it's not the, the actual reality out there that's happening, you know, for different people, it looks different for different animals, it looks different. And so once you really get that, then you also get that you, this is like playing a computer game and you are the, you are the, uh, the, the software uh, programmer. If you are the software programmer, why would you make it hard? Why not use the cheat code to have infinite money and infinite joy and infinite love and infinite fun? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> you don't think of it that way because it's always, uh, oh, I've got to work at 100 miles per hour. And you're, exactly. I've, I've heard it before, you're just running away from your feelings and not questioning them. And um, yeah, so... I'm going to take some of that on board. Uh, so do you think then visual, visualizing your future and visualizing your goals is important? Oh, it's crucial. It is crucial. And here's why. It's because even if you do not approach it from like a quantum physics, a law of attraction kind of perspective, even if we push that to the side for a moment and we just think in terms of what's practical, now, if you have two, two ways in front of you and you're sitting, you're sitting, in, in like, uh, you're sitting in front of a, uh, road A and road B and you don't know what road A and road B leads to, all you have is the visualization that you have in your mind. Now, every time you look at road A, you say, ah, that feels so good. You know, the, the grass is a little bit greener there. Ah, I think this is <laughs> going to be wonderful. Wow. Okay, great. Wow, I feel good. This is going to be so much fun. I can see it, you know? So what happens now is different emotional states are triggered with inside, inside of you. That changes your behavior. That takes you away from the fight or flight state. 
it gives you greater access to resources within your body. This is, this is just plain science, biology. Yeah. Um, so now when you walk path A, it doesn't even matter what the path A looks like. You know, there can be obstacles, but you are going to be more empowered. You're going to have more access to your resources. So the chances for you to create a greater outcome or a more beneficial outcome mm -hmm. is much, much greater. Path B, you're sitting there. Maybe it looks slightly different than that. You know, there's maybe some brown patches on the grass and you're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, mm, no, I don't like this. This doesn't, ah, this doesn't sound good. Ah, okay, terrible. Oh, and then you say, you know, okay, I'm going to walk path B. Now you have disempowered yourself emotionally. You're operating um, with like 50% access to your own resources because you're in a fight or flight state. So the body goes into survival. Mm -hmm. That means your body starts pumping uh, uh, cholesterol. That means your stress levels go up. That means your thinking capability is, is limited and, and so on and on and goes. So then what? You start walking. There's an obstacle because you don't have access to your resources. You fall flat on your face. Now you have a, a, a bleeding eye and then you, uh, you keep on going. You fall down again. Now you have a bleeding nose and you start crying and you start getting out of control. Oh my God, what's happening? Oh. So what happened here is you are now creating the future that you just imagined a moment ago because you put your body into an emotional state that recreates these outcomes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, very destructive if, you destructive if you choose route B. But it all goes back to if you have negative thoughts, then you're leading you're leading towards a negative future. If you have positive thoughts, you're empowered. Your journey is effortless, even though there's, there's effort put into it, but it feels a lot less tougher and less harder. Um, so here's my thing with that, with positive, negative. Because yeah. the, work that, the work that I do with my clients is, is beyond positive negative because okay. when when you live in the world of positive negative you are again victim to your own way of looking at the world because what happens when you're in a negative state of mind and you can't get out you know what yeah. what most, most most of us do is like oh let me say an affirmation uh you know there's there's no weeds 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 meanwhile there's weeds everywhere and it's like just overgrowing and you're like no 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 it's not there no 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 it's not there so now you're living in the state of denial now you're yeah. living in a state of resistance so you are suppressing your own emotions and you're pushing that away trying really hard to be positive and meanwhile underneath the surface there's a volcano about to explode so Positive and negative, in my opinion, are really, again, a way of creating meaning in the world. Now, obviously, the, the, the intention is to have a much more positive lifestyle and outcome, yes. right? That's what we all want. We want to be healthy. That's what we classify as positive. We want to be successful in terms of uh, the impact that we create for our clients. We want to be successful in terms of the income that comes into our bank account and all those things. However, I find that when we live in this world of positive negative and we shy away from, oh, that's negative. Don't, I can't say that, which is a lot mm. what I see happening with entrepreneurs. We're actually going into a state of denial. Yes. And that state of denial is not supporting the positive outcomes we want. So rather than that, I would, I would move to a place of looking at life as it is. Life is not positive or negative. Life just is. 
know, to give yeah. you an example, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, or a lot of people when they speak with me, um, they say say things to me like, uh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I should have more clients. I should have uh, a, a more of an idea as to where to go. I should be clearer. I should do, 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 do all of that. Yes. But what you're really saying is one thing. I'm here, but I, sh I should be there. Now, here is what we call reality, is where you are now, sitting where you're sitting, and I'm sitting where I'm sitting. You know, if I was to ask you, Chris, could you jump over here to, be, uh, to, to join me in Cape Town? Could you do that? Not right away, but <laughs> not right, right now, no. Right, great. So no is the answer. However, if, if I ask uh, uh, most, most people, could you be here right now? Then they say, yeah, you know, theoretically, you know, if I was to take a plane, you know, and I could be there. Yeah, yeah, I could. It's like, that's not the question. I said, could you be here right now? And then they say, oh, no, I couldn't. So then why do you tell me that you could have done something differently that one time in the past where mm. you're still beating yourself up about? Yeah, but, but I could have if I had known that. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but I could, you know, but you didn't. So this is what we call reality and illusion. And the illusion is I should have, I could have. Yes. So ah, I should be further ahead by now. So now what happens? You tell yourself that you should be further ahead. You are now removing yourself from the present moment, which is the only moment that exists. Mm -hmm. And you're now going into an imagined future scenario. And that plays back into what we just talked about in visualization. Right? So now you're going into a future that doesn't exist because you're telling yourself, I should be this person that I'm not. Now you are creating all this, these, these, this anxiety, yeah. the stress inside of you. And now you are creating actively the scenario of I should have, but I'm not, therefore I'm not good enough. Yeah. So, so instead of using should or could, what other words could we use? I know, um, you said stop using them yeah, just stop using them all together and all together because they don't make sense yeah and not even say um and, and not live in a positive and negative word just just live in a i create my reality today i live in the present moment i get to do this i get to do that and just go with the flow so the key to, to the key to acceptance, it, uh, to, sorry, the key to freedom in that is acceptance, right? The, there's this, to make it really simple to move away from the whole positive negative thing, because being in a negative emotional state can be extremely beneficial. Me, I went through a, I went through a depression. I was close to suicide. Mm -hmm. And most people, when they hear that, they go like, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you saying? This was amazing. I'm so happy that it happened. I would have never be, be, be become the man that I am today. And I love the man that I am today. So thank you, God, for making this happen. I really appreciate it. You know, was it comfortable? Hell no. Did I enjoy it at the time? Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. Did I wish for it to be different at the time? Yes, yes, yes. But now I know different. Now I look at it a different way. So essentially what it all comes down to is you can only have freedom when you accept reality as it is. Now, what I want to add here is because a lot of people, when I say accepting, they hear, oh, okay, well, if I accept it, I give up. So say, mm. for instance, someone, someone, um, someone does something, right? They, they, maybe they steal something from you and 
you know, they didn't give it back. And then there's this whole drama of they took it away from you. And, you know, why did it happen? And, you know, you're really angry about it and you're carrying all that. And then I would say, okay, can you learn to accept it? The first response would be like, no, of course not. Then I'm just making it okay. Yeah. I said, ah, well, this is, this is not how acceptance works. Acceptance is the acknowledgement of the present moment. And, or in other words of saying, acceptance is the acknowledgement of reality. The reality is someone took something away that once belonged to you. The end. Yes. Can you accept that that happened? Yes. So, yes, I can. Okay, great. The moment you accept that that happened and you don't make it wrong. Oh, but it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, but it did. Yeah, but it was wrong. It happened. Are you going to keep on telling yourself that it was wrong? So the moment you do that, now you have peace. You stop fighting against that it happened. And with that, you now have access to your mental resources. And, and here's, here's where it gets really powerful. And, and by the way, please stop me if I'm talking too much. No, 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 go. <laughs> so the moment you are in a reactive state because you resist reality, because you resist what happened, oh, that shouldn't have happened, you are now avoiding responsibility for your life because responsibility is the ability to respond. How do most of us go to life? Responding or reacting? What would you say? Reacting. Right. So when we're reacting, we are reacting from a place of fight or flight, which means we don't have access to thinking consciously. So if you want to make a real change happen in life, you need to be able to access your conscious thinking capabilities where you are calm on the inside, where you know, okay, this kind of choice is not healthy for me. I choose to do this. Okay, got it. But most of us go like, oh my God, I'm doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. Let me do this. Okay, okay, I'm doing this. It's like, oh, this is also not good. Let me do something else. So we're, we're like, a, like a little uh, a cat and a mouse chasing each other. Ding, 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 ding. Mm. But there's no freedom in that. There's never freedom because we're constantly in a reactive fear-driven state, chasing one thing after the next, hoping that we will finally get to the promised land. And then we can go like, ah, wow. Yeah. And that's what happens when you get to a certain, when you get to a certain status, let's say, then you're still yearning for more because they haven't, those people, I don't know if they have, but millionaires or billionaires are, too much money they haven't found freedom yes, exactly. in themselves they haven't they haven't accepted themselves maybe and that's why they're oh i need the new i need the new bugatti i need the new watch exactly. i need the so well so maybe let's share some tips with the listeners how can people start to accept themselves or live in the present right. moment so first things always for change real change requires awareness so the first thing is to become aware become aware means you know as you're listening now uh, us sharing this conversation this is what i what i invite you to do take a moment and just observe your own thoughts take a look just see what happens there and taking a look means looking and not going Okay, let me look. Oh, what the hell is happening up there? I shouldn't be thinking that. Why am I so negative? Or, oh, great, I'm so positive. That's not observing. 
that's playing that's like attaching yourself to the conversation so simply observing and becoming aware of what kind of a language is taking place up there and then once you have that once you have created some space then you can look at well what are the things that i resist or another way of saying that is what are the things that i make wrong about myself about where i'm at about the uh, world in general and then you'll get a sense of, okay, I make wrong that I'm uh, not yet uh, advanced enough in my business. Okay, I tell myself I should not be here, I should be further ahead. So when you do that, the question is, to, is the, the, the point here is to come back and to say, okay, I accept exactly where I am because where I am is the only place where I could be. Hmm. You, know, you, you bring yourself back into the reality, into the truth. You are here. You're not there, you're here. And every time you say, oh, but I should, it's like, it doesn't make sense. You're going back into resistance. So that would be one of the first few steps that I would say, you know, to, to listen, to understand the kind of conversation that's happening in the mind, to see what are you making wrong, and then to divorce from it being wrong and it being exactly the way it is. Not right, not wrong. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's just the way it is. <laughs> Great, so when people are observing their thoughts, how do you help somebody out of self-judgment to, to help them feel empowered? That's a great one. Um, so judging yourself brings you back to the conversation that we just had now, right? Because there's this idea and my theory is that it has something to do with Christianity, the whole concept of I'm a sinner and I need to atone for my sins. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea that when you punish yourself, you will learn. You know, it's like, it's like with a, you know, a lot of, that, that's the kind of way that we uh, deal with our children and, our, and our, even with our pets, you know, bad dog. What did you do there? Don't do that again. Punishment, punishment, punishment. Okay. Learn. So it's learning through pain. And there is definitely a spectrum where this works. You know, you get results for sure. The, the, the question here is, is it sustainable? Is it really the way that human beings want to move forward? Do we really want to create this world of punishment and shame and guilt? Or are we ready to finally grow out of that? And I think we are. Yeah. And when you come from a place of appreciation and self-love, it's also the place of coming, coming to grips of reality because we all carry an inner child within us. And the inner child is the seed of our emotions, you could say. And when you're in a... When you're in a, in a moment where, you know, you have what people call lots of negativity, negative thoughts, negative emotions, it's usually that the inner child doesn't feel seen, uh, doesn't feel seen or heard. Mm -hmm. And so when you, in a moment of stress, you know, and you're going like, oh God, why can't I get this right? And, you know, I've been trying so hard and doing it again and again and again. Why can't I just get this right for once? You know, on the inside, there's your inner child that is crying and is so scared to let itself be seen. So it will throw a tantrum, you know, because it's not being mm -hmm. heard. You're not responding to it. So it's throwing a tantrum and the tantrum is this emotional thunderstorm that's happening. So what's the best way to calm a child down, Chris? What would you say? Is it to go there, uh, uh, give it a couple uh, slaps in the face and on the bum and say, shut up, you stupid kid? No. Or might there be another approach? Empathize and uh, try to yes. understand them. 
Exactly. And that's the same way it works for us. When you come, you know, this is always what I do for myself and I teach this to my clients. So when you're in a moment where, you know, things, emotions are flying and you struggle to get back to a level of calmness, what I had to say is like, take both of your hands, place them on your heart and start breathing deeply. Just start breathing deeply. And as you're doing that, tell yourself you are safe and you are loved. You are safe and you are loved. It's like you're speaking to that little child. Yeah? You are safe yes. and you are loved. And, and I, I promise you, you do that a couple of times, things start to calm down. Things start to calm down. Now, once you've calmed down, then you have the conscious awareness to say, okay, well, this approach that I've been trying for five years uh, and telling myself that I'm doing something new clearly isn't working. Mm -hmm. So it's time to do something else. Now you have power. Now you have freedom. Now you can choose to do this other thing. Normally, you would be so attached to what you've done over the past five years, because it's all you know, that you keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Yes. Does but, it make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. How can, how can this advice help somebody grow their business? Oh, great. A great question. So this is the, this is the, the basis of how I build my business uh, and, and also how I help my clients build their business. You know, the difference here is when you're not in a reactive state all the time, you can now consi have consistent energy levels. So, you know, there are times where it is required, as we have said earlier, to work longer hours. You know, it's, it's, yes. it's, it's just the reality of it, especially when you're getting started and you're figuring things out. It, it just might take a long, a long time. But, you know, do you want to spend a long time going, yay, uh, yay, uh, yay, uh, <laughs> living in this world of good, bad, good, bad? You know, it's, it, it's, you're, you're a victim to that world again, because if things go well, you're like, yay. But if they don't, you're like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So rather rather come with a sense of all of this is amazing and all of this is something fascinating wow what's going on here i'm learning something new this is not working out i'm getting more feedback and i can make it even better this is great but most people would say oh my god it's not working out i'm failing shit maybe this isn't for me maybe i'm just in over my head here you know so mm. that's where a lot of people already stop but if you say wow you know what's happening interesting okay there's a lot of feedback. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of colors and things flying around. I don't quite know yet what this is going to be, but that's exciting. Something new. Ooh, okay. Let's do it. You know, this is the kind of conversation that you bring in. Now the whole process is about joy. Now it's no longer, let me get to the goal of making 10 K per month and having my client and lead generation system all figured out. Uh, and then when I get there, then I'll be happy. And I can t finally go to my parents and say, see, look, Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> Me. That inner child. <laughs> so with that, you build resilience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There it is. You know, chasing validation, chasing validation. Please, someone tell me I'm doing a good job, please. You know, and, and when you're building this, this business from a place of self-love and self-acceptance, you now have resilience. You now have freedom. You now can choose what you're going to do without getting caught up in the emotional whirlwinds of self-doubt and fear. Because now when fear comes up, you can say, hello, my friend, mm -hmm. are you back to teach me something? Are you here to show me where I'm not free? Well, isn't that wonderful? You're that one friend that, you know, when I bring to the party, it's, uh, it can get uncomfortable, but after a while, everyone loves you. So I'm so happy to see you. 
But most people that are not operating from self-love, they're like, oh my God, fear. I need to conquer you. I need to overcome you. I need to smash you. I need to eliminate you. And this you is your inner child. That fear is your inner child. So you're, you're, at, at in, you're at this internal everlasting war with yourself, always going for greater heights. You know, the million. I have clients like that. I have serial entrepreneurs. When they first start working with me, nothing is ever good enough. Uh, now, after working with me for a couple of weeks and months, like Mario, this is it's just, every day I wake up feeling joyful, feeling grateful. This is so much fun. They're getting bigger results than ever. My other one client, Shintel, he just cut his yearly goal down to six months goal. So he said, achieve that. You know, he's, he's crossing revenue targets, you know, boom, 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 boom. One thing after the next. And he's feeling amazing. Yes. So why not go down that road if you can, if it's your free choice, which it is. Yeah. So how do you, so how, I know, thanks for sharing that. That's really good advice. Um, yeah, that is really good advice. I need to sit with that more and I'm sure the listeners mm -hmm, need to sit mm -hmm. with it too. How do you attract people into your business with that mindset? How do I attract people that in my, into my business? Well, that's a great question. So, I mean, the marketing that I do is, is focused exclusively on social media. Um, and then I have brand partnerships. I call it strategic uh, value partners. So those uh, I work with a, with a brand called future females and they focus specifically on entrepreneurs that are getting started in their business or are in the early stages and want to figure out how to grow it. Mm -hmm. And so that's a partnership that is mutually beneficial and I get clients from that. And um, yeah, I mean, what I've learned is that the more authentic you are on social media, the more you will get qualified people to join your, your services and programs because you're no longer pretending that to be someone. You know, if you have a controversial mm -hmm. opinion, share it. But most people don't share controversial opinions because they're like, oh God, what are people going to say? Well, you want that. You want this, what are people going to say? Because it will quickly help you identify, oh, there's 100 people that are not a good fit, but there's 10 people that I can uh, work together with, which could be like 100,000 pounds in, in revenue. Yes. Yeah, that's a good. And I think it's maybe people, I th I, I'm probably one of them, um, struggle sometimes with that, with that fear. But now after this conversation... I need to start putting more content now. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you know, with this whole authenticity and marketing yourself, for me, it's so fascinating because every single aspect of your business, I can draw back to the connection that you have um, uh, with yourself yeah. and, or to bring it another way, the connection that you have between your mind and your heart. Because when your heart brings up an authentic emotion and that authentic emotion can be on any spectrum, it can be, freaking joy you know you're walking and you're walking outside you're listening to a podcast or some great music you're just feeling so good maybe you got some great news and then there's this sense that coming to you that says chris just jump and dance and scream and sing at the top of your lungs you know but then that comes up and then your mind goes chris don't be silly yeah. don't be stupid that's, really that's a bad idea and then what comes out <laughs> right exactly and then what comes out of the other one it's like yay <laughs> nice. but actually you wanted to scream at the top of your lungs and you go yay so what you're doing is you're suppressing your authentic yeah. emotional expression 
And the opposite is true as well, you know, especially us men. And women do it now as well because we live in a patriarchal world where many women have learned to be more, behave more like men than their intuitive feminine side. You know, emotions come up, anxiety. What, what do we do? Uh, no, no, don't have time right now. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. I'm, I'm just stressed, you know, I'm just stressed, you know? So we suppress it. So yeah. every time what you're doing when you're suppressing, you're telling yourself, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. And I don't trust you is the root cause for imposter syndrome, self-doubt, perfectionism, fear of failure, you name it, mm -hmm. all of it. It all comes down to, do you trust yourself? Because mm -hmm. if you wait until everything feels great, well, good night. You're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs need to be able to take action while feeling heavily uncertain while feeling like I just want to throw up and puke. Um, but you need to be able to walk through that. And how do you walk through that? You walk through that with trust, trusting yourself. Thanks for your chat today. It has been wonderful to hear all about how to accept yourself and live in a positive world. So how can people get in touch with you after this call? So so the best way to do that would be through my Instagram, which is where I'm active uh, pretty much every day. And so, yeah, if you are about to start a business or you have a big idea and you're like, "Ooh, I don't know how to do this. I feel insecure around it. I've lots of doubts and I don't even know where to start. Definitely hit me up. Um, I'm a, I have a whole blueprint from how to go from idea to profitable online business. And if you have, if you have an, a current business and you want to take it to a whole new level and you want to be able to create freedom while you're doing that, meaning you don't have to hustle all day and all night, um, where you actually get to put systems and automizations and organizations into place along with, the, with a powerful mindset, then um, hit me up as well. And if none of this applies to you and you just still want to hit me up because you, because you find me interesting, please do so as well. I'm always looking forward to meeting new people. Great. I love that. And a random question to finish. Uh, if you could eat with anybody in the world from any place in the world, who would you meet and what would you cook them? Hmm. That's a great question. Okay. So I'm going to go with Tony Robbins because he's one of my greatest mentors in, 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 uh, in this life. And uh, he's part of the reason why I didn't take my own life uh, many yeah. years ago. What I would cook, ooh, it's a good question. I think I would probably make some, some really tasty, traditional Italian tomato uh, pasta. Just like a very simple deal uh, meal, but like cook it for like um, a whole day and then let it sit. And then the next day, come back in very plain spaghetti um, and then just enjoy that with him. My mouth's watering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a two day water fast. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I can hear you slurping. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. Thank you so much, Mario, for uh, jumping on, talking with experts today. It was a privilege to uh, talk and sit with you. And thanks for being patient, patient with me with the internet connection.
Absolutely, Chris. I really enjoyed the conversation and I look forward to uh, getting in touch with some of your listeners. And um, if there's anything that I can do for you, let me know and uh, have a um, yeah beautiful rest of your evening. Thank you, Mario, for joining me today and helping my listeners not only take their business to the next level, but learn more about themselves and help them accept themselves and trust themselves in this process of entrepreneurship. If you got to the end of this episode, then I want to thank you personally for staying with me and Mario to the end. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaways from today were and what your next steps are going to be after listening to this conversation. To get in touch with myself or Mario, then please have a look in the show notes for all the links. If you want to get any extra information or support or want to take your talking with experts experience to the next level, then join our private community on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash talking with experts. I'll see you next week.